All right, Vocal Fam. Here we are. Hello. For the first time in a couple weeks, actually. We recorded last week. Well, but I mean you and I. Just oh, you and just I. Oh, the two of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, am I, am I losing it? Like... I know I've been bad with no, 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 no. but like, I could have sworn no, you no. talked to Alan last week. No, no, listen, listen, vocal fam. This week is just us two goofballs. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's accurate. It's been a while since it's been just the <clears throat> two of us. Okay, that, who, who, you had me really panicking for a moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I would believe if you're like Sarah, we haven't spoken in weeks, like, I might buy it. I might be like, oh, man, I am really losing it, guys. It's getting to me. But not nope. that crazy yet. Good. It's, it's, Good. it's, it's just that, that we haven't been here to do this. You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from the fields of Trenzalore, where the doctor stands. Is that really loud? Uh, it was a little loud, but... I, I think mean, it was loud. I survived. Vocal fam, I'll put a limiter on it, don't worry. <laughs> did you see, I mean, maybe I'm behind the times and this has been announced, but did you see they're doing the Christmas special this year for Doctor Who? Yes, that we've known that since... I didn't know. Well, maybe I knew it and forgot it, but it was a pleasant surprise. Victory of the Daleks. Yeah. Do you ever do that, though, where, like, you know something, like, you hear it, you experience it, but then you forget about it. So then you have the joy of relearning about it again. That's I mean, what happened with me. That's right. I saw that this week, and I was like, oh, great. I love a Christmas special with Doctor Who. Yay. But I think it's a holiday special, and I I'm think sure. it's a New Year's Day release again. Yeah, I, I imagine that's sort of what they're going to move to forever, which is fine. Maybe. I mean, it, maybe not. It's more convenient for me, to be completely honest, because shocking as it may seem, it is hard to convince my family to watch Doctor Who on Christmas. And by hard, I mean they don't. Oh, wow. It's it's not hard to convince my I family. I know. I mean, like, your family, like, my family doesn't care about Doctor Who. So if I want to watch that, that means I have to, like, go leave Christmas and go sit by myself, which, like, don't get me wrong, couldn't be fun, but... I've done that before, New actually. Year's, New Year's, I can, like, just watch Doctor Who like a normal person. Right. That's, r that's right. Yeah, no, I think it's a January 1 uh, premiere, I think. Um, I because they're I think that's probably accurate. Because sh they shot that episode back in block, in their last shooting block of, of last season. Let's see. Like, that episode's been in the can for a while. A year. Already. Yeah, that, that, it's, it's essentially an old episode. The big question is, does one of the companions not make it through the episode? That's the... No, that's the, not a question. Well, it is, the, it is the question. Not a question. It's the question. Mm, no. So, Vocal oh. Fam, if you caught our episode with Alan Henderson, Nat's executive director, last weekend... Yeah. Talking about his participation as a subject, I'm gonna lower my mic one more dB and see if that lets me peak less. I think that's better. If you caught that episode 
And you were excited about that episode. Like, I mean... Wow, I wish there was more. Guess what? You are in luck. A week from today, we're going to drop an episode with Dr. John Vulcans, the scientist from Colorado State, running that study that Alan was a part of. Super cool. I like his last name. Vulcans? Yeah. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing it right. I mean, it looks pretty phonetic. I hope that's how it's pronounced. This just makes me think of Star Trek. I need a last name that sounds like Star Trek. I'll work on that. I'll talk to Jamie. I could see Lieutenant Pygott. I mean, I just want one that's already, like, in Star Trek. Oh, you don't want it to be your current name? No, I don't want... No, I just want a new one. Oh, well... I mean, it's a thing yeah, that could happen. Jamie. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that could happen. Uh, anyway, no, um, but gosh, you know, it'll be great to have an actual scientist on again. Oh my gosh, yes. And, you know, he can tell us all about what, uh, you know, what masks we need to be wearing. Yeah, and it's so cool that they've done so much testing on the different masks and common ones. One like, Because, you know, most of us are just... Buying, I mean, or if you're like me, I probably shouldn't speak for the most of the world. You, you've bought masks that have really cool characters on them, like Baby Yoda. But hey, vocal fam, if you have a question that you'd like, I don't normally do stuff like this, but if you have a question that you'd like me to ask him, oh. we're recording that episode this coming Wednesday, even though I'm not going to drop it till the weekend. Mm-hmm. If you would like to ask a question of Dr. Vulcans, we have a very short amount of time with him. Mm. But if you have a specific question about masks uh, and the science that they're discovering, and you want to shoot that to me, shoot it to us on social media or to me in my email, uh, any of the thousand email addresses that I have, or just throw it in my DMs. Is that the phrase that the kids use? Yikes. No, but no. please don't use the phrase they use. Okay, uh, all right. He just means you can direct message him on social media. That's what I mean. We're not using any slang there. Okay, all right. Slang has a different connotation. Oh, I just mean direct message me on social media. I don't know anything are, about... I'm, I'm too okay. old to know anything about social media slang. That's okay. <laughs> it's not one I think you're going to... I just... I'm just thinking how cringy it would sound to say, like... Okay, well, anyway, point being, if you have a question that you would like us to ask, please... Just reach out. Just reach out. and and, easy to get in touch with. And and we'll get that that question worked into the the podcast. We're recording it on Wednesday afternoon, though, so you got to get it in before Wednesday afternoon. Uh, So, you know, if you're listening to this... Hopefully Thursday. To this in the next. If you're listening oh, this Thursday, Sunday. three days. Yeah, Thursday is no good. It was too late. If if, if it's Thursday, uh, <laughs> you've missed your chance. It, it was a nice try. Feels to this two weeks from now. Sorry. Yeah, Sarah, you got set up on Soundjack this week. I did. It happened, guys. I have a a fancy new mic now and. And an audio box, and I've got all the things. I'm much fancier than I was last week. Sarah's a Windows user, so we had to get her personas. That's true. I am a Windows user. Uh, and uh, Weirdly come to quite like it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, hey, listen, everybody's got their preferences. There yeah. are Mac-dedicated people and Windows-dedicated people, and we're here to support both of them. 
Yeah. Because yours truly uses both on a daily basis. I so. say, like, I have Mac stuff. Like, I have an iPad. I like it. I, love, I mean, I liked my MacBook Pro okay when I had that. Didn't love the MacBook Air as much. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Uh, yeah, got on Soundjack. And honestly, considering, like, it was crazy that you being in Clinton, I'm being in Atlanta, and I was not port forwarded or anything like that. And I was going to say something about that. Go ahead. Oh, just, like, how low our latency was and that, you know, you're literally playing, well, I mean, it's happy birthday, but that's a good go-to. We just did a little happy birthday together. And I'm but been, it worked. And a little vocalizing. Um, not Nothing, you know, we, it was like two, two minutes. It wasn't some Jason Robert Brown or but, something like that. But our latency non-port forwarded over those nearly 500 miles was 25 milliseconds. Yeah, not bad at um, all. One-way latency. So, I mean, you know really totally totally within the realm of collaborating oh yeah i mean and it's funny because just because my only other experience on soundjack had been like at the school room to room uh, and that had been so much slower i was wondering like okay well maybe now i'm gonna have to really listen and pay more attention for the timing but i still didn't you know? i don't I, I don't think i realized you had connected room to room at school Oh, you mean, you mean it? You mean it? MC at Mississippi College? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 when I took the voice, uh, 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 uh. yeah. Yes, I, I saw see. that. I have now experienced soundjack in a variety. Of, no, I, were you thinking about my giant failure to port forward in the spring, where I just no. got very frustrated and was just like, no, no, this obviously can't do this. <sighs> That's yeah. right, Sarah. We haven't talked about that either. Tell them about the voice lesson you had on soundjack. Oh, it was great. I mean, I was super impressed. Like, it was just this weird thing where, I mean, if I, I think I told you this already, but, like, if I wasn't looking at the computer, like, let's say I turned away and just kind of sang looking out the window or something like that, then I could have just as easily had my back turned to the piano. You know, like, if I didn't look at the computer and have the visual in front of me of, oh, I'm singing computer and she's in another room... I just forgot about it. Like, there was no thought that went into it. It was very seamless. That's right. It was crazy. That's yeah. right. A very good experience. I, I was... Yeah, it's just because, I mean, I just didn't really know what to expect. And even yeah. though I knew it was doable, I, I still, I guess, just thought there would be some amount of... Lag. Thought oh. involved. Oh, oh yeah, just, yeah, That I would have to be, like, slightly aware and on top of it. But I didn't. I really did not have to at all. So. Not, not when you're on a local area network, no. Uh -uh. No, no, not at all. It was seamless. So That's right. It was a good experience. I definitely enjoyed it, and I'm jealous of y'all doing that. Uh, so Sarah was a guest in my graduate... <laughs> CCM voice pedagogy course. Been uh, we everywhere on the internet. This week. <laughs> Sarah's been everywhere on the internet. Uh, we just <laughs> wrapped up our uh, our musical theater unit in that wow. class, and been doing some teaching and uh, sort of taught each other. and And Sarah came in as a little bit of a, a, a just a guest singer. Uh, and and what do you think about that? Oh, it well, first off, there's kind of a weirdness of like being on the other side of the class. Yeah. Taking the class. Um, but it was really interesting and fun. It was weird doing it, you know, virtually, but also nice because obviously like I wouldn't have been able to participate if y'all had been having class in person because right. I live in Atlanta. So it was really cool to get to do it. And um, 
honestly, I don't really know what sort of expectations I went in with, but I was super impressed with just how quickly they were able to pinpoint things in my sound with the song, the help they were able to give. It was kind of nice. It was like a little refresher course for myself and like, oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that exercise in a while. Like I need to, I need to use that. Like I need to borrow, I need to take that and use that with my students. So honestly, it was like a nice little refresher course for myself. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. That's, that's a good one. That's awesome. So it was good. I was super, it was good to see them and it was just, it was fun. You know, I'll do another section. Bring me in. Let me know when you get to country music. Uh, yeah, the rock, the rock uh, units coming up. So you, you're welcome to come back. Um, we, uh, um, what was I gonna say about that? Oh no, you know, it's one of the advantages to teaching voice pedagogy is that I kind of always have on my mind different techniques, different things that we're presenting in class just to keep incorporating. And it really does help keep your teaching fresh. It does. I mean, like, yeah, I was just sitting there, I was like, oh, yeah, these are like, there were several exercises that maybe were newer that I hadn't heard before. A few that I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that would be perfect. And I did, like, I had moments where I was like, oh, this is what this student needs to hear. So Yeah, it's, it's great. Always, it's always nice to get a fresh set of ears yeah and some fresh perspective get some fresh perspective vocal fam yeah it's it's a good thing and it was just nice to see them what is (laughs) always anytime i think about that though (laughs) whenever i think of perspective have you guys all seen ratatouille vocal fam have you seen ratatouille of course and and when ego goes in to confront uh linguini in the press conference and Linguini's all in his ego, his sort of his, his haughty phase, and he's not giving Remy the credit, and blah, 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 blah. And he's, you know, he or, or maybe it's when he's even in the restaurant, and he's like, uh, I would like some perspective. And then the waiter's like, the waiter's like, some, some what? And he's like, some perspective. But as I see no one in this town has any, I'll tell you what. I'll provide the perspective. <laughs> you provide the food. I'll provide the perspective. That's a good movie. Like, I forget about that movie on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of those ones that I forget about. Then I, It's the same thing. I forget about it. Then I remember. I'm like, ah, it's a great movie. Same think, with, like, WALL-E. That's another I, one I Those are my two good. favorite Pixar movies. They're both fan- Inside Out's not on your list? How would I thought Inside Out I think Out Inside Out's there. probably third. Okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy I, that. I, I think it goes. I think it goes for me. It goes Wally, Ratatouille, Inside Out. Mm, I don't know what my favorite Pixar movie is. I like a lot of Pixar movies. Well, but. I think those are. I think those are mine. They're really good. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's not many bad. I don't think there is a. Well, there aren't. Most Pixar movies are really good. You know, it's a quality choice. You know, you're gonna see something that's right. pretty enjoyable. That's right. Totally. Finding Nemo is not my favorite, if I'm being honest. I think I might need to close my windows. Hold on a second. It was. Sorry, vocal fam. The basketball was my children oh. playing basketball yeah. in okay. the outdoors. But it's a lovely, like, 68-degree day here in uh, 
in Mississippi. Yes, I pulled out my long sleeve shirt because it is now in the 60s and it's time for long sleeves. Well, ap- appropriately so. Never mind that it is also October. Uh, yeah, but anyway, no, um, <laughs> just to share with you, Vocal Fam, that uh, my, uh, uh, don't think that those of us who are invested in technology live in some perfect technology dream world. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah. just in full transparency, that night that Sarah joined us... I was going to leave that out. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, 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 no. Just for those of you who have struggled with technology, don't think you're the only one. Um, on Tuesday... We did that Tuesday evening or Thursday evening? Thursday. Thursday evening. On Thursday evening, I was using a computer. We were having to switch a bunch of rooms around anyway because... One of the rooms that we use for class is currently also set up as the studio that my students are going to record from for virtual studio recital, which starts Monday. Um, but um, that computer is the one that we use for SoundJack. And I've u- the funny thing is I've used it for clean feed for a couple of uh, you know uh, remote sessions when students or actually I used it for clean feed. The, there was a morning sound jacket crashed right after the switch to the new stage, mm-hmm. and I used it for a lesson or two that morning on clean feet. But um, it, it just, it, when I logged on to clean feed, Windows was blocking. And here's the only thing I can figure the best theory I came up with was that the ASIO was still dedicated to sound jack. And not allowing Clean Feed to take control of the audio box. Anyway, Vocal Fam, point being, it was a long night and it took me <laughs> 40 minutes to get switched over to Clean Feed from Soundjack because I remembered in the moment that Sarah wasn't port forwarded. That yeah, was my fault. Sorry. I had forgotten that we hadn't gotten her port forwarded. Nope. So she couldn't call through our local area network. And it's very strange what devices can call into our network and which can't. Because I've had calls from off campus that are not port forwarded. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's fine. And other this times it's not. Nope. And it's interesting. And I wondered because I tried, like, I clicked in and I was like, am I doing something wrong? Well, what's interesting is I can't call from the house. Unless we're on the port forwarded device. Yeah. And you and I are both on Comcast. And I wonder if it's a Comcast thing. Because, like, my wife has called to my office from her office at Heinz. Is she on, like, C Spire there? No, I don't know. Heinz is their own network. Their own thing? And and had no problem. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I wonder if it... Well, I mean... yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Anyway, Vogel fam, so point being, if you find yourself technologically challenged in these trying times... You're not alone. You're not alone. It, listen, stuff can go wrong. I ended up having to... Here was the craziest part. I didn't even tell you this yet. Okay. <laughs> the craziest part was when I went back after class. So we did class. Mm-hmm. Sarah was our guest singer. Students taught, blah, blah, blah was lovely they did a great job and, they and did. you know it was great having sarah back with us just but um <laughs> i went back to that computer tried to log into SoundJack, and the audio box asio was nowhere to be found 
It wasn't what? even on the computer anymore. It just said nope. Went to open Universal Control, the driver for the audio box. The window opened, and there was no window. Somehow, in Clean Feeds trying to take control of it, it had deleted the audio box driver completely clean from the machine. It's just wiped Gone. out? Gone. That's so bizarre. I had to completely uninstall the entire driver... That's and then weird. shut down, reinstall the driver. It was. It took me a little while, but it gave me these incredible flashbacks to May, to what my May was like. And I was telling them about that in class, and it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a thing, vocal fam. It was. Uh, so don't think that like there's some dream world bubble where those of us know how to do everything. Those of us who have been advocating for this kind of thing for months and months and months that. Everything just goes perfectly. Nope. Not. Not so. Not the case. Not the case at all. The other thing I wanted to talk about today. Oh, bless them. Oh, goodness. In undergrad ped, we started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we started resonance this week. Oh, bless. And understand, we're already, we already did perception. But now we're starting resonance, and it's a lot. I told them after the first class, I was like, "So this is what drinking from a fire hose is like." <laughs> it's it's a lot. It takes it takes several times. And when it when and it doesn't matter when your first time is. Yeah, it, it's a lot. It doesn't matter if yeah. I can't imagine that it would be any easier to get. It'd be like if when you learn algebra, instead of just like, you know how it's broken into like algebra one, algebra two. Right. Um, it would be like going it. into algebraic calculus. And, and they just taught you all of it at once. Like they literally were like, and here it is. Right. Beginning to end. And I've gotten pretty good over the years at kind of summarizing things and making it accessible and interesting and applicable in a very fast and short number of classes. Because you kind of have to. But still, it doesn't yeah. matter. You could have a whole year dedicated it's to residents. It's overwhelming. And it would still be a lot. Yeah. It's it, the first time, and I told them, I was like, listen, it's just... The nature of the beast. It's the nature of this particular topic. Someone, mm -hmm. was, someone was mentioning in the Acoustic Voice Ped column this week... They were referencing, I don't remember if it was our article or the episode we did about our article. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Um, mm -hmm. But they were talking about having to teach acoustics and that I think it helped them feel better having read it because, <laughs> they, well, they just, they realized that it's a, I remember the statement that we always say, like, you don't understand the end till the, or the beginning until the end. Until the end, yeah. And. Uh, when you finally get through it all, you're like. Okay, I'm, I'm I think, starting to understand I, this. I think I understand the first 10 minutes of day one now. <laughs> yeah. Let me go through this three more times, and I'll maybe get half of it. <laughs> right. Well, and I was just, I, I commented, I was just trying to be encouraging and realizing that, hey, listen, what matters is the journey. You know? Mm-hmm. Not, not the, learning voice acoustics is not a destination. Well, and it's always changing, so I mean... Right. Yeah, you're trying to hit a moving target. 
Yes, precisely, precisely. That's right. That's right. So, Vocal Fam, don't don't try to hit a moving target. Just enjoy the trip. It's also, oh, I thought of a better analogy, better than the algebra. It's like when you try to teach a little kid to swim, but you know how sometimes they just throw the kid in the deep end? Yes. Oof, that's what it's like. Interestingly enough, babies have no problem with that. Yeah, I had someone do that to me when I was two or three. I didn't drown, obviously. Like, I'm here, but I have vivid memories of it. Wow. I don't have a whole lot of vivid memories from that age. I, I, most people do not. That must have been a, a pretty specific memory. Yes. It's okay wow. to give me cookies afterwards. It's probably honestly why I have the memory. Maybe that's why you have a love of cookies. I love cookies. They were the little... Do you, you ever have the type where they're like the rings? You can put them on your fingers and they're all buttery? No? I know, I, I know what you're talking about. It seems like this might have been a church snack. That is a church snack. With like red punch. I don't know. Seems... I got them after swimming lessons. Well, all right. That 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 seems like that could I'm be a thing. Still alive to tell the tale. Well, and we're glad for that. Me too. I mean, Hi. don't get me wrong. Sorry, we're glad got, for that part. I kind of got off on a tangent there. No, no, that's good. Cookies. Um. So anyway, uh, you know, we start and. Oh yeah. <sighs> the eyes glaze over. No. Okay, good. No, That's there good. was there was none of that. It's just I don't even if you are interested and want to know it. I a think lot. it's just overwhelming the first day. Yeah, I mean, well, I think it makes you very aware of how little you do know, like how completely unaware of the topic you are. Right, right. Which is why it's nice, like, because you're you're really good about bringing it back to singing and things they are familiar with which does help it kind of grounds it but it particularly the first day mm -hmm. it's just a lot yeah yeah a lot it's a lot the second day <laughs> that's right that's but i mean that particularly that first day it's tough to even bring it back to singing you know it's it's uh mm -hmm. it's just a lot of drinking from the fire hose and gosh, you, 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 anyway, so anyway, that's where we are in undergrad ped. We, oh, we, undergrad ped. We, we're, uh, we're moving on to rock singing in, uh, in CCM ped this week. And, uh, no, we actually, I, I take that back. We have one more teaching day, uh, with a, with a tenor instead of a treble singer with, with a tenor for musical theater. Um, and then we'll, and then we'll move on to rock singing on Thursday. That's fun. But yeah, no, it's it's uh, really exciting times actually because uh, we start recording, like I said, virtual studio recital on Monday, and so I've got two recordings to do on Monday and then one on Tuesday this week because I have to be very careful because I still have to do like normal teaching schedule, yeah, and room rotations and stuff, mm -hmm. and so like I've got. And then our our president declared this coming Wednesday our one day fall Your break. Fall break. And so I lost that day, but so I've got. That still makes me laugh. I think I've got three recording sessions this week. Then the following week I've got one, two. I've got three recording sessions for virtual recital. Then I've that same week I've got two recital hearings to record. 
Oh, I didn't even think of like because I knew you had the two recitals in your studio, but I didn't even think about the hearing. I'm just what I'm doing is I'm having them record, and it's honestly good experience for the student. Yeah. We're recording the entire recital, and then we're still going to do the recital live. Yeah. But I'm recording the entire recital. Yeah. So that we, and that's what we're sending. And then faculty can choose to listen to whatever part of whatever it they, they want to listen to. That's nice. I mean, that that's nice too, because that was one of the things I kind of missed moving to the new recital hearing, even though I think it makes more sense the, the newer way. But it was nice knowing you had that full run through in a sl slightly more stressful situation. You know what I mean? It, it's more stressful having to do it in front of the faculty and staff than just a run through with you and your teacher. Sure. So I always liked having that, and this will give them that. Vocal fam, what, what Sarah's talking about, in the middle of her degrees, we switched the way we were managing recital hearings. Uh, and I don't know how you do it out there, vocal fam, but uh, we used to have a setup where even for undergraduate music ed recitals, we would hear the entirety of the recital mm -hmm. prior to, during the hearing. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of that, personally. I'm sure I was one of the ones who pushed for that change. I think so. Uh, although there were some others in quite a bit of favor for it. Uh, I liked the change, on the whole. But I do understand the, the point, Sarah. I, I will say I understand the argument of doing it with a, uh, before the recital with a little bit of pressure on. With a, yeah, um, it, it made you very aware of exactly how prepared you were or weren't. Yeah, when I was at WVU um, with all the doctoral recitals that we did, uh, it was very interesting because there was no, um, we had a voice policy for undergrad and master's hearings, mm -hmm. but the doctoral recitals were just the doctoral committee. They were not, um, they were not necessarily like the voice faculty. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, and on, in, in that format, it was just whatever the committee chair wanted. Now, pretty much for all the voice committees that I ever participated in, we had moved to a system where we just heard selections from the recital. Yeah. Um, and no matter who was chairing the committee, that's what we were doing. But I had colleagues. Um, that wanted to hear the whole thing. I was on a piano committee where we heard every note of the recital in the hearing. Um, I, I, I know that there were some other instrumental faculty that were the same. So I'm sure that there's different models out there, uh, you know, across academia that the different schools do different practices. And I think I could see advantages to both. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know that there's just one way to, right way to do that. I don't, I don't think. I don't think. No, there's pros and cons. That's right. That's right. That's a, that's a, there would be advantages in some for one thing and some for the other. And I'm not, I'm personally, and don't kill the messenger vocal fam. Please don't hate Perna for this. I'm not so certain that I'm a big fan of recital as the capstone project for voice degrees anymore, but... Dun, dun, dun. Ah, I said it in public. Ah. Well, you know, we got to have a little controversy. Ah. I, I what just, would you have instead? Well, here's the, here's the question. The question really is... I Like, listen, I think recitaling 
is much more difficult than most operatic roles. Gosh, I think it's harder too. I agree with that. Um, uh, and I, I, for a new, for numerous reasons, for one thing, you never get a break. Yeah. I mean, even if you're walking on and off between sets it's, for a sip of water and whatever. Well, or you have like a little intermission. With well, yeah, sure. Stuff. If you're doing a full but recital. It's, still, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a break. You're on. Yeah. And there are opera roles like that. But obviously, obviously we're not saying that, you know, obviously the last 45 minutes of Brunhilde is pretty darn tough. <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to find anyone argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Statement. Y- y- right. And even in the lyric repertoire, like uh, Act One of Nemorino is really a tough sing because mm-hmm. you you know you actually don't leave stage. Yeah, Nemorino doesn't leave stage in Act One. But you are feeding off of other people, right? There's still other energy. There's time for them to sing. There's mm-hmm. you know whatever. And and doing a recital is I understand like from the perspective of it kind of is one of the highest heights of vocal art because. It's just you and art singing art song is tough. You know, it that is. the poetry It's a different kind of art. Right. I mean, it just is. It's different. And yeah. from that perspective, I agree with it and I get it. I guess where I kind of question it, and again I'm not saying I dislike it, I'm just I like to question things. I know everyone is you're not satisfied with the status quo. Wow. That was like the most sweetest way anyone has ever put that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Dang. It is what it is. You're, what is it? I, I once had a teacher who said not to let the good get the better of your best. And I always liked wow. that. I always really liked that. And it's something I actually tell a lot of my students now because... Just because something is good does not mean there's not something better out there. I mean, it's... You know, it's not even saying don't settle for mediocrity. It's like, yeah, you can be good, but like, right, but you can improve. So I don't know. Wow, vocal fam, Sarah dropping the pearls Every of wisdom on you. Uh, <laughs> it's because I'm on fall break. I'm, I'm a much more relaxed person than I usually am. But the question that you posed, what would I do instead? Yeah, I think that's where I I struggle. Um, I think that's that's that that's sense. that's where I struggle and. I guess I struggle doubly for a lot of the population of my studio, yeah. many of whom are not studying classical singing, really. Yeah. Um, just They sort of just do it as a jury requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, they certainly have no desire to sing classically. Um, uh, so, I mean, like, for them, like, what... What's the point? Uh, and, and, and they don't have to recital, actually. Um, so anyway, uh, how how do you feel about like senior showcase kind of like they do with the music theater degree at MC or did? Well, I mean, um, uh, if it was a performance degree, yes. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on what the degree is. That makes sense. Um, one size fit all. You know, I guess, so I guess my point going back to the recitals though, even with performers, the reason I was saying, you know, I, I'm not certain it's the best in practice is that I don't know how realistic giving a recital as a professional outcome is anymore. Yeah. I mean, honestly, unless you're super duper famous, mm-hmm. 
people don't really pay you to give recitals. No, it's sort of more like maybe you're on your faculty member somewhere and you are asked at a neighboring college to do a recital for students. Like that's Well, it is pretty typical still that faculty members it, it is it it has yeah, it is an expectation. Yeah, you like that I think you do it, but it's not like that's how you're gonna make a living. No, and usually most faculty do that heavily when they're trying to get tenure and they'll do a ton of recitaling and they'll do what are called faculty swaps and mm -hmm. they'll call every friend they know and invite them to their school, yeah. which is good for the school because it brings in another guest artist for a master class and exposes the yeah. students to hopefully good singing and blah, blah, blah. Fresh perspective. And, right, and it gets you out there and helps build maybe your graduate programs or give your students an option to go to a graduate program. Like, I see advantages to doing it. Um but I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I think of the degree and I think we should be preparing people for the profession, whatever that means. And I don't yeah. know that requiring them to do a recital is preparing them for the profession. But I also don't know if I have a perfect substitute for it. But there's many things I think that, you know, we probably fall short on in the academy, like teaching people about audio interfaces and microphones. And gosh, has that one not been a helpful one in 2020? Yeah, I wish I had had the opportunity to take more music technology courses, specifically in really more practical applications. As and not finale? Yeah, I mean, so I think if I was an actual, like a choral teacher, I would appreciate the use of finale, because I think sometimes if you're doing your own kind of arrangements and things, that's handy. But for myself, I think I would really have benefited more from learning more about mics, um, soundboards, sound equipment. Yeah. That. But, yeah. But, I mean, I, you know, can't fit it all in, and hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty. And I learned some about, so some of that might be my own fault. Like, you know, I mean, we did cover audio, we did cover soundboards to some degree, and... But I, probably very minimally. It was quick because we tried to get, it was a one semester course and we tried to cover a lot, you know? Right. It could have been a year long course and still I might, you know, have had stuff left that I was like, oh, I could have learned more about this. And I just think that we in the academy need to do something to address some of these unmet expectations and replace some unrealistic requirements i wish i'd had like a business like a music business course right kind of business now there course. are there are schools that have moved to having entrepreneurship required in in performance degrees i i that's guess not that across that's... the board but but there are programs that have i mean i think it would be handy right honestly um but again, that's also just coming from my own like experience, which is not everybody's. We also don't know right now at the current moment in the current world what the state of higher education performance degrees will look like in five years in general. I, it is a very interesting time, and I, it's, I am very curious to see what especially some of those like doctoral programs and degrees look like in the coming years like yeah 
Because already, but even before COVID, you know, that was something that I struggled with was like, is this worth it? Is this something, you know, you a path to go down? And now even it's an even bigger question mark. Yeah. And you're somebody who's been invested. I am. I mean, you know, you know like did the master's and just very much assumed and still like, I'm like, oh yeah, a doctoral degree is something that I have always planned on doing. But right now there's also that part of me that's like, is this a good idea? Right. But, ah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of questions lots out of questions. there. And I think, um, look, I mean, as pro an advocate as I've been for not waiting for COVID to end in terms of like moving online for things like Soundjack and mm -hmm. making music and whatever, because I just don't think that there are, I personally just don't think that music making in person is very safe right now. That's just my own personal opinion. We all have our opinions about mitigation and whatever. I'm just, I'm just sharing mine. We also are all entitled to our own opinion about it based on science and, and whatever, but I'm sharing Perna's based on my understanding of the science. But um, so, I, but I was not willing to compromise being able to make music in real time. Yeah, it's just not something that was not a com that was not a compromise I could make beyond the eight weeks we did it in the spring. Well, and now you don't have to. Right, but um, but what I was going to say in in regards to the conversation we just were having was, I'm not sure that like the things like with doctoral degrees and, and, and whatnot or graduate education or education in, in higher ed in general, there are going to be some things that I just think we're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are already universities who are already cutting faculty. Uh, just this week we saw Ithaca College cut 130 full-time, the, equiv the equivalent wow of 130 full-time faculty. Now, I don't know I don't know how many of that was full-time, how many of that was part-time. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that. And I don't know if any of them were in music. I have no idea. Could have been, yeah. Um, it, it totally could have been, but that's a very solid music program at, at mm -hmm. a very, what has been a very traditionally strong liberal arts college in upstate New York. It's a beautiful campus, and it's got really good academics and, and, and whatnot. Um, but I, I, you know, it's going to be very interesting to watch over the next year or two, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't, I couldn't wait. I needed to be able to make music and I needed to be able to make music now. And, uh, but I just, I don't know what's going to happen with the grad, with the grad stuff. It's, it's an interesting either. thing to, I have theories, you know, and I'm not even really quite ready to share them. To say them, yeah. In public. Um, but uh, here's what I will say. I think uh, the phrase that I've heard uh, a few people say, I think Ian says it a lot, is that students will walk with their feet. Um, and, and meaning they'll, they'll, if they're not happy and they're paying a bunch for their education, at some point they're going to leave. Yeah. I mean, it's just the truth. Um, and uh, not that education is just about making people happy. But if they came to, like, for example, a conservatory, they're expecting a conservatory education. 
And if you can't give it to them because of health and safety and the fact that you haven't made technical advancements to allow them to do it, then they're just not going to They're not going to stay. No. Or go, you know. Yeah. Um so it'll be an interesting it's going to be an interesting time, right? Just it's like everything time. else. I was going to say it's already an interesting time. It's just going to keep being interesting. <laughs> so the interesting times of COVID have not ended, folks. Mm. The interesting times have not ended. And we haven't even mentioned a presidential election. So, I mean, hey, we're doing great. <laughs> we're doing great for just talking about music, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just take me to Christmas. Just take me to Christmas. Have you ever sung the song, Take Me to the World? No. Did this come up on the podcast or was I talking about this in class? I don't know. I don't know that song. So I'm guessing we haven't discussed it. Uh, it's from Sondheim's show, Evening Primrose. You would actually sing it quite well. Um, and it's all about the, it's a very strange show. I think it was conceived for television. And. It does sound like it. And it takes place in a shopping mall. With this girl who's never left the shopping mall. She was oh. like a band, like oh. imagine like the Tarzan thing, like where he's abandoned in a jungle. Mm. But in a mall. But in a mall. Yikes. It, and she wants to see the sky and she dreams about what the sky might look like. Yikes. And she's never left the mall. I think that's the story. Anyway, it's a... Uh, I'm so intrigued. I want to say it was the mid 80s and the mid 80s were a strange time. There's even a show about it. Strange, get it? Ha 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 ha! See what I did there, fam. Vocal fam. What is that show doing? I haven't talked about things I haven't kept up. I don't know, but I did see that the Crown season four comes out on November fifteenth. I didn't even know they were done shooting. I yeah, that's really soon. That's, um, that's a... I don't know if they moved that date up because of COVID or what, but the Crown season four, November fifteenth. They just released the trailer, and it is all the Diana stuff. So uh, get ready for that, vocal fam. That'll be a, whoo, that'll be a roller coaster. Um, now, Sarah, I have a question for you. Okay. Vocal fam, there are no spoilers in this podcast because we have not actually gotten to Discovery Season 3 yet. Oh, I know. Sarah, I know. just as a preview for the vocal fam, how are you doing on your Discovery watch? Uh, we just got through Talus 4 last night. We haven't, we haven't watched Daedalus yet, but that's next. Um, and I just had so many feelings after that episode. The feelings don't stop for the rest of this season. No. Oh, no. <laughs> That's rough. Because this episode, that last episode, that was, that was hard. Because I knew it was going to be bad when I started tearing up with the scene with Stammons and Hugh. Where, like, Hugh is essentially, yeah. Like yeah. breaking up with him. It was breaking up with him. Yeah. And I just thought that was so sad because Hugh, Hugh had died. And so Stamets had had to literally mourn him. And then he comes back to life and you're like, oh, it's this miracle. He's gotten back the person he loves, except it's obviously not really the same Hugh. Like he has changed, obviously. And that makes sense. He went through a traumatic experience. But like Stamets is trying so hard to love him and be there for him. And then Stamens is gone, and now, like, even though I think they'll probably end up together in the end, just because I hope the show wouldn't, like, really hurt me that way, but, like, what if they don't? 
If they don't end up together, then Samus is going to have to see the love of his life and know what could have been and know that it was just within his grasp for the rest of his life. And that really got me. That's already was pretty messed up there. Then, you know, we fast forward a little bit and like the scene with little baby Spock and little Michael, like, oh man, that was rough. Like little baby Spock, he just loved so much. It was bad. It was bad. I had a lot of feelings during that episode. And of course, the true Star Trek fans from TOS were more having feelings for Captain Pike. Oh, don't get me wrong. I was there for that too, because like she's basically lived a whole lifetime with him in her mind, and that has to be hard to see him and be like, I'm not used to you being scared of me. And I was like, oh, and he obviously really cared for her. Oh, oh gosh, it was, I had a lot. Cause it's funny. Jamie and I, um, the original series, we watched like the first two episodes. So I had seen that episode. And so then we start going back and I was like, oh, it's that planet. It's the planet with the paper rocks. Because I was chuckling that in the original series, literally the rock wall that they're lasering, like it's paper. It is, it is crumpled up paper. Anyway, I had a lot of feelings in that episode. This show has given me a lot of feelings. I don't know what to do with them all. I'm very... Little robot girl, I'm ready to go in there. I literally want to go through the screen and be like, it's her! It's it's not Nebula Nebula! I don't know what her name is, but she really looks like Nebula. Arium. Her name is Arium. Ah, well, Arium. Who well, I just... You know, she looks like Nebula. Watch Project Project Daedalus and you'll see. Ah, uh, you have so many... So many, and I'm really curious to like what's going on with Giorgio. Like, she obviously has an agenda. I mean, Giorgio no is one of the best characters. She is obviously like not being nice to. It's it's a smart like, kind of double edged sword. Like, she makes Michael think that she really cares about her, and maybe in some weird way she does, but I don't think she really does. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, she makes her think that so that at some point that will be useful. But also, in doing all of this, it just makes the guy that's currently in charge of, um, oh, what are they called? Section 31. Section 31 makes him look really bad. And so eventually she's going to get control of that group, and that's... <laughs> they're, they're a little messed up. And it's just a lot of things. It's just, there was just so many things right now happening in that show. <sighs> and then nobody, I know no one cares... But pre-patch World War Warcraft dropped this week, so my heart has been torn in two directions. What do I do? Oh, tell us about that. What's that? Pre-patch? Oh, well, so, I mean, they just basically, like, they're getting ready for the new expansion of the game. It's basically akin to, like, it would be like if before the new season of a TV show, they had a bunch of little, like, Easter eggs or trailers they were dropping, if that makes sense. So Shadowlands is the new expansion, and that's, like, the new season. That okay. hasn't happened yet. But... They had this thing happen where, like, they squished all the levels, so they made leveling different. Okay. And now instead of leveling through all these different zones, you pick one and you go all the way through it, which for me, as someone who's still fairly new to the game, is nice because I get to play through things I never played through when it was current. Right. And then there's a bunch of new, like, races and characters you can play. So it's just made it, it's, it's kind of revamped it because it had gotten to a point where, like, I had done everything. Gotcha. I had done the all of the quest objectives, all of the anything that you know they could there could be a point to doing I had done. And so now there's just all, all this new content to play through and it's 
more fun to do before the new expansion. So anyway, that happened. If any anyone, if anyone out there likes this game, hit me up. I'll play with you. I'm constantly Except looking for people. Don't do, apparently do something to the DMs that I don't, don't understand. Do that. I don't want that. What that means. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but you can contact Sarah and play World of Warcraft. You can. I will do that. I will play World of Warcraft with you. I've got Discord. I got, you know what I got on Amazon Prime Day? Jamie and I have never had Amazon Prime on Prime Day. So oh. we've, never, we've never had that experience yeah. before. I ordered, I ordered some new Christmas decorations on Prime Day. We, Get ready, vocal fam. Well, we went a little crazy. Not super crazy, but a little crazy. What in the world um, did you get? I bought a new computer chair with a built-in massager <laughs> for my lower back. Because it wasn't like it wasn't that expensive. Because I guess it was like a last year's model or something. Oh, gosh. But uh, I bought that. Well, Mike, in my defense, my current computer chair, I got like literally the cheapest one you could buy. Because I was like, there's no point. I'm sure. not going to use this as much. Except now I do use it a bunch. Oh, my god. Especially gosh. during like quarantine. I realized how terrible my chair was. So anyway, that was probably the craziest That's thing. That's hilarious. I, I, I hate it when you, and Vocal Fam, you'll all know this, this, this whole thing. I actually had looked at a computer chair during quarantine because mm -hmm. mine's terrible. Yeah, I feel that pain. And, uh, of course, then you only get advertisements. For. for oh, my gosh. Computer chair. I'm sure that's all uh, I'll see for months. It's like any time Mandy and I even, my wife and I have talked about, we're not right now, but we've, we've talked about purchasing a vehicle. And then all you get in your RV. Oh my gosh. You're like, what? Yeah. Right. It's uh it, it's it's absurd uh, the way these algorithms are, are are working now. I think they listen to me. Uh, uh but you know on, on your gamer corner here uh, yeah. for those of you out there vocal fam who are gamers. Let me tell you how excited my two gamers are, not me are for the new Legend of Zelda game to release. Oh, I mean, that's exciting. It was one Christmas gift that was not difficult to... Uh, to, to figure out what you were going to give? No, that and uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars both, uh, which are both new Switch releases. Um, Nintendo's, Nintendo's looking for the jugular here this Christmas they with are. a new, new Mario game and a new Zelda game. Uh... I found a game Charlie might like. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but it's a computer game. So you can play it with people like who aren't in the same area as you. It's very role play, take turns, all that. You just don't roll the yeah. Don't know that I'm ready for him to be doing online gaming yet. It would be with me and Jamie. Oh well, okay. I'm not saying we put him out there with strangers. It would be with us. Okay. Just I will say, uh I'm a little bit um I could probably soon give him my laptop because, although... Isn't your laptop, like, dead? Yeah, vocal fam. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's back today. Oh, it came back. Resurrected from the vocal fam. Listen. You, you might need to see the writing on the wall, Vocal though. fam. Doc, Perna needs a new MacBook Pro. It sounds like it. And, uh... It's just a... I think uh, you get free AirPods if you buy one right now. I think that deal ended, actually. Oh, well, on the first what is of the point? Uh, I'll, I'm sure there will be another one. I have a I have a specific card that I use for Apple purchases that gets me like usually zero percent for eighteen months or something like that. Oh, that's um, 
Yeah, it gets me Apple. I have one card that's an Apple Rewards card, so. Oh, that's, um, yeah, that's the one to do it with then. <laughs> uh, but still, a new MacBook Pro purchase always hurts. You and, really do. Uh, but but it, it but if you're wondering how often I do it, Vocal Fam, I'm still on my mid 2012 MacBook Pro, which is impressive. I mean, let's just say that I've been on this MacBook Pro now for over eight years. That's I mean that's impressive because I I got a MacBook Pro in 2009 and it lasted to me through my freshman year of college. So only yeah. like four or five, and then it, it bit the dust. My 07 MacBook Pro made it five years, mm-hmm. but I did I chose to not um, like try to upgrade it because the graphics processor died. Uh, and then I had to replace the, and the graphics processor was part of the chipset, and the, the yeah. whole motherboard had to be replaced. And I yeah. said, just no. forget it. Just forget yeah. it. Um, but that was a good machine for those five years that I had it. And so I've, I've only ever had two MacBook Pros in the 13 years I've been using You've MacBook Pros. So people say, like, oh, but it's such an expense and it's so expensive. I've had two Not compu- for you. <laughs> I've had two computers in 13 years, Vocal Fam. So just before you think, like, oh, I'll just get the cheap Windows computer. How fast will you go through that computer, Vocal Fam? How fast will you go through that computer? Or, oh, I'll get the cheap MacBook Air. Eh. Eh. And it's not even that cheap. Eh. You know? Eh. Exactly. Yeah. That is not an ad for Apple, by the way. But hey. No. But, but hey, if Apple... We are so glad yes. that our sponsor, Plural Publishing, is sponsoring the podcast. Oh, well, yes, that too. But if Apple would like to... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no. We can always have more than one sponsor. Yeah. um, Yeah. For that matter, if Windows wants to sponsor us, I like Windows. My husband likes Windows. Um, Most online gamers are Windows people. Well, it runs it better. Right. We have, we don't, it doesn't run well on a Mac. I don't know what my computer is. I think it's like Asus. Doesn't matter. Something like that. Yeah, it's, we, it's, it runs Windows. Well, like real game, like Jamie's. Jamie is a much, much more of a real gamer than I am at all because I only play one game. But those people are the ones that want desktops. That's right. He has a desktop. Right. They build their own towers. He built his own. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, like right. He built. He built his tower. He gets the little parts and takes good care of it. That's and right. And then I have. I have a laptop. Like it's a gaming laptop, but it's right. a laptop. Right. So. Uh, anyway, Vocal Fam. Uh, so some good stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned. Um, Let us know by Wednesday. Yeah. If you have any questions, also just while it's the season, it's Nats renewal season. So uh, you know, if you're a Nats member, let's get our renewals in before January first, if we can. We always, of course, have that grace period after the first of the year, but. Let's get our renewals in. I, I truly believe that there's great value in being a Nats member. Um, despite what you may see from some people on social media, I believe that there's a great value to being a Nats member. And the best way to get value out of a, out of a membership is to get involved. So once you become a member, and it's not just sending your students to auditions. No. It's totally coming not. and participating in events. It's doing all sorts of things. And before Aria starts yelling at us... I was going to say, she's about to... Oh, hi! Sarah, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, I was bad today. I had donuts. Oh, wow. They were so good, though. They were Publix donuts. Ooh. Hey, 
Publix donuts are good. Oh, boy. I mean, not good for you, but they are delicious. So if Publix also would like to continually be the second Literally, or third sponsor of the podcast. I don't, I don't even need money. Like, send me baked goods. Or I subs. Love, I love Publix I, subs. Yes. So that's why I actually Publix is a grocery them. store vocal fan. It if is. you're not sure, if you don't live in the Southeast, you don't know this. I um I got one of their sandwiches for lunch yesterday, and I really wanted I love their subs, and I also love their blackberry lemonade. Ah, like, it is so good. I wanted that. They didn't have any, so it's probably loaded with sugar. Maybe, probably, probably. I don't buy. I usually just get like the one little like the little single serve because yeah. you can get a big like gallon or quart, but I usually just get the one because it's good. It's really good. It's very tart. Sure. I like I like sour stuff, so I really yeah. like it. Anyway, vocal fam, okay. so that's it. Uh, it was good yeah. to be back with you this week. It was. We have a number of interviews coming up. Uh, Fact. We've got one more this month. We've yeah. got two booked for November. November. One in December, right? And one in December. So we've at least got some three guest episodes that you're not gonna want to miss. I promise you that. Four. Four? If you're counting middle voice. Wait, I was counting that one. Well, who am I forgetting Because you've got now? two in November, one in October, one in December. That's yeah, four. four coming up. Yeah, total. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Math. Math. Um, we, we, we do it. So we've got at least still four really great interviews coming, at least, maybe five, mm -hmm. coming up prior to Christmas. So believe me that the info is coming at you. Uh, and boy, these are interviews you're not going to want to miss. Yeah, they're going to be really good ones. I mean, uh, they've all been good ones, but... But yeah, uh, well, Alan's episode was great last week. But these are episodes you're not going to want to miss. So anyway, we'll be back with you next week, week, Focal Fam. Talk to you yeah. soon. Peace Bye. out.